Hello, this is Mike Gettle and Steve Carpenter from Yakima Chief Hop Union. Welcome to the 16th episode of our podcast, Beer, Baseball, and Binds. We're going to be joined by Jeff Huss of Huss Brewing from Tempe, Arizona. Uh, but before we introduce Jeff, uh, Steve, it's getting a little hot around here in Yakima. What's going to happen with the hops this week? We are having some Tempe-like <laughs> weather right now. It's supposed to be 105 de- uh, degrees today, and... Uh, we're expecting to uh, be at or above 100 degrees for the next week or so. So this this is actually a very critical period in development of the plant. Uh, most of the varieties are in some level of bloom at this point. Uh, in fact, they all are. And uh, I know when we get heat, uh, the growers like to keep the hops wet. They're very careful about their spraying, their pest control measures to make sure they don't bloom, uh, burn a lot of that uh, very delicate bloom off of the uh, plants right now so it's critical time for hop growers if you have uh if you have a say over 100 degrees for one day and then it's back in the mid 90s not a big deal but if you're over 100 for two three days or what how, how do you start or at what point do you start getting more nervous yeah i think this is a good time of the year for growers to test their irrigation systems out if mm-hmm. they're most of them are under drip irrigation uh so that they can reduce runoff and and be more environmentally uh, conscious in their irrigation uh, regimen. So as long as the uh, irrigation systems are uh, developed to uh, anticipate this type of weather, typically there aren't any uh, huge issues. Okay. Well, speaking of irrigation and speaking of binds, how about uh, the Ivy and Wrigley Field? We've got Jeff Huss uh, from Huss Brewing. Good intro for you, and and we're drinking uh, your beer called Magic in the Ivy. So welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Thank you, guys. So you're a, you're right. a transplanted uh, a Cub fan, I guess. Is that correct? I am, yeah. I grew up in central Illinois and uh, moved from, from Illinois to Indiana, Indiana to, uh, to Phoenix about uh, 12, 13 years ago. And is that, where you, uh, is that when you started Husk Brewing, or did you start it sometime after you had moved to uh, Arizona? Yeah, so we've been open for five years now. We started, uh, I worked for a uh, company called BJ's, which I think you mm-hmm. guys have some of them up there, yep. up and around in there. Yep. But uh, I was the head brewer for BJ's for seven years down oh, okay. here in uh, Chandler, Arizona. And then my wife and I uh, decided to open up a hops brewing company. Very nice. And uh, what what hops do you have in the Magic and Ivy? We've opened it up and we're enjoying this beautiful malt color. And uh, yeah, what, what do you got in this one? Well, it makes three of us, I guess. I, I, I cracked I cracked one for it today, too. Um, so we um, use almost exclusively your Falconer's Flight. Okay, very this. nice. So um, it was uh, originally we were going to make, uh, we were going to use the Falconer's Flight for our IPA when we uh, started everything out and uh, plans change and different things happen and we had all of this uh, Falconer's flight contracted but we didn't have a home for it so uh, it was spring training time and we decided to uh, make a beer called Magic in the Ivy for Chicago. Very nice. Did you happen to know Glenn uh, Falconer by, by chance or did you just no, like the I blend? No, I never have. Yeah. No, I just like the blend. We have uh, one of our uh, regional sales guys, a guy named Jesse Umbarger, was a good friend and he uh, he's the one that really uh, created the blend to honor Glenn in a certain way and Every year, uh, a fairly reasonable, significant amount of the 
proceeds from the sale of Falconer's Flight, and we have another one called uh, Seven Seas, mm -hmm. go yeah. to the um, Scholarship Foundation for the Glen Falconer Foundation to provide scholarship money for young brewers to go and learn more about brewing at the Siebel Institute. So we're proud to be associated with that and very happy to hear it's in the magic in the ivy in your beer. Yeah, there's a lot of it in there, so hopefully we're helping out a little bit. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you, Jeff, you grew up in uh, in Chicago then, I, I assume on the north side? Uh, close well, no, to I actually grew up right in the middle of the state. Right in the middle of the state, so, okay. Right in the middle where all the farming is. So okay. you were just north of uh, the Cardinals territory, or you had uncles <laughs> exactly. on each side of the Mason-Dixon line? and uh, <laughs> My wife is, uh, grew up 45 miles away from where I did, Springfield, and she and her entire family are Cardinals fans. And, uh, there you go. My brother's actually a Cardinals fan, and my parents don't really care much about baseball, but I chose to be a Cubs fan as a kid. So, so. so you've got a mixed marriage then, right, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. Well, she says she's a diehard Cardinals fan, and I asked her to name two players. <laughs> well, there's Stan Musial and Bob Gibson, right? So, yeah. yeah. Albert Pujols. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But uh, so you you've been um, you've been brewing. You said now for seven years, was it? Uh, Husk Brewing Company has been open five. Five years, sorry. Uh, yeah. I was at BJ's for seven years. Okay, sorry. So I'm up to twelve years now professionally. I guess um, I went to uh, Siebel Institute when I was uh, in. When I was going to the Siebel Institute, I lived at uh, Bosworth and Waveland, which is about six blocks west of uh, Left Field there so oh, yeah, um, sure. unfortunately it was the winter time so i couldn't really experience <laughs> much of chicago mm -hmm. and how, how about out of tempe do you get to many diamondbacks games or do you focus more on spring training when the cubs are down there yeah i probably the majority of the games that i go to are when i get tickets offered to me or if the cubs are in town um i as funny as it was i didn't go to a single game spring training game this year until the uh, the last week of spring training, and somehow I put about four or five of them. It seemed like I just kept going to one after another after oh, that's, another. So. That's the best time to go anyway, Jeff. The regulars are all out there playing, and uh, these guys with numbers which start with 80s or 90s are typically yeah. back uh, into the uh, the rookie camps and uh, yeah, the develop. Systems. Yeah, so. Well, Steve is a yeah, big so. yeah. Steve is a big uh, participant and uh, viewer during spring training period. Yeah, I like yeah. to get down there for a week to ten days. I'm uh, gonna try to talk my boss into maybe giving me an extra few days this this <laughs> week because we're actually building a house down there and uh, we'll be nice. able to enjoy that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I look forward to that. That's my Christmas time every year to go down to spring training and. Uh, I follow the Seattle Mariners, but uh, the opportunity to see all the other big league teams uh, within a one-hour driving distance, you can see, uh, you know, uh, 14 of the uh, major league teams. And uh, I'm like a kid in a candy candy shop down there. Yeah. Well, I uh, Generally, when, uh, when spring training comes around, I always try to get to at least one Cubs game and one stadium that I haven't been to yet. Well, so, this year you've got two of the most surprising teams in the major leagues are the Diamondbacks and the Mariners, both uh, right in it and uh, very exciting for for both fan bases. Yeah, I think the Diamondbacks, uh, I, th I think they're actually in second place now. I think the Dodgers Plus finally, or minus a game or something finally like that. caught them. They're within a half game, and uh, um, 
I know that Goldschmidt, Paul Goldschmidt there at first base, had a real slow start this year, but he's got 20, 21 home runs, and uh, he'll end up with uh, 40 again this year, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, but hey, the Cubs, too. I mean, the Brewers yeah. got off yeah. to another surprise team, yep. the, the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, formerly known as the Seattle Pilots. Uh, that's right, <laughs> 1969, yeah. Got off to a great start as well, and the uh, Cubs are right there with them. They're just a game back. So Cubs have been hanging in there pretty much the uh, the last about 70 games or so, it seems. Yep. And, and I think they got so uh, Chris Bryant back, their yeah. third base. That's yeah. a good young third baseman. He's finally back after that shoulder injury. So uh, it looks good uh, for the uh, Cubs for the uh, second half of the season. I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun watching Baez play too. Oh, he's amazing! What what a second baseman! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite pitchers uh, still is Zach Greinke. You know, I watched him a lot when he was with the Royals because they played the Twins a lot. I'm a, I'm a Minnesota Twins fan, Jeff. But uh, watching Greinke always always very powerful and uh, interesting just to see him go from Arizona to I'm sorry from uh, the Dodgers to Arizona a couple of years ago in the same division. It's always uh, very bittersweet if you're a the X team. He's he's one of these pitchers that can hit a baseball too. It's kind of surprising he spent so much time in the American League. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, he's intense. He's very. Nice. What's uh, is is uh, Magic in the Ivy uh, more of a seasonal baseball time beer for you, Jeff, or is it one well, of your no, full times? It was supposed to, but it's a uh, it's a full time beer. It's uh, a funny story on it was we made it for spring training, but we called it Magic in the Ivy for a couple of reasons. One was uh, basically for the Chicago Cubs, but there was a song that Ernie Banks years ago asked Eddie Vedder uh, from Pearl Jam to <laughs> write a song for the Cubs. I don't know if you guys Ernie Banks it? it? No, that's okay. Let's hear this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Eddie Vedder wrote a song called All the Way. Eddie had grown up a Chicago Cubs fan as well. And in the song, there, uh, it says there's magic in the Ivy and the old scoreboard, which is where that came from. So that's the uh, the history on the name. And uh, it, uh, it was one of those beers that we were probably going to make one time. I mean, it, it was maybe the 30th batch of beer we had ever made. And uh, people seemed to like it, so we uh, we kept it. And we can it full time now and run it all year long. Yeah, great name. It's a good name, and it's a good beer, certainly for the kind of weather you've got there in Arizona. I mean, this is a this Thank is a good know. beer to, to be sipping on, even a day like today in Yakima. That's for sure. <laughs> what else? Uh, what uh, else is in your portfolio, Jeff? That's uh, doing well these days. Uh, you know, we hear from so many brewers that uh, you know customers are coming in and, and asking what's new every time they walk in the door. And are are you seeing the same thing there in Tempe, or or, or not? Um. Well, you know, we uh, we have our, our mainstays. We have five beers or so um, that we generally brew all the time, and we, we, we're kind of fortunate in that we make a lot of lower alcohol beers. And so, you know, we stick with that, but we definitely try to get out and explore different things. Like we've started, uh, we're using a, an awful lot of Simcoe and uh, actually Zythos from you guys. Mm-hmm. And some Citra as well, and uh, our reformulated uh, IPA is now called Copper State. Oh, nice. Um, so we're, we're doing quite a bit of that. We have a, a, a German Kolsch. We have uh, a coffee beer, uh, which is a coffee Kolsch. We have, oh, my gosh. Uh, we <laughs> <Did you laughs> it's kind of hard to you, keep up with all You said a coffee Kolsch? 
Hmm. We have a coffee Kolsch, yes. T tell us a little bit about that. That's, to be honest, the first time I've heard of that kind of interesting that style. Well, we, um, so we basically have a Kolsch that we throw some coffee into, is what we do. And it, uh, it grabs an, an amazing amount of uh, the coffee flavor, uh, but it actually doesn't impart any of the caffeine or the color on hmm. it the way that we use the coffee. So it is, uh, it's a very interesting beer. Um, smells definitely a lot more like coffee than it actually does, uh, like beer. So a breakfast beer. It's a breakfast beer. Yeah. yeah. You put it in a thermos, you might be able to get away with it. <laughs> yep. I think that goes well with pierogies or something from Chicago, right? Something you can, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think pierogies go with everything, don't they? <laughs> that way, well, yeah, deep dish pizza then, you know, do you get it, do you get a good, do you get a good deep dish pizza in Tempe? We actually, you know, because there is so, there's so many people from Chicago and Minnesota and everything else out here. Um, we have a, uh, a second location, which is right next to a Lou Ah, okay. And so we have, we have Portillo's out here. We have, um, Gino's East. Uh, there's a Giordano's out on the West side. Oh, wow. Um, so okay. pretty much all of the, uh, the, the food that you really love about Chicago is uh, it slowly made its way out here. So we actually do get Lou Malnati's quite a bit. Nice. So, and Gino's. So Jeff, as a Cubs fan, you've got to have at least one beer in your portfolio that mimics old style, <laughs> right? Well, we, yeah, we have an American lager. That we okay. Do, uh, we have the Hustler series. So when it gets unbelievably hot out here, which it is right now, yeah. uh, we produce this beer for about well, we say when it's hot, which is about five or six months long out here. <laughs> um, I think it's over 100 degrees for six months out of the year here. But uh, we uh, we have an American lager, which uh, we actually use rice in, and uh, we've gotten some uh, some good hops in it as well. And uh, I can't even – I think we're using uh, Tradition and some uh, some Magnum as well in it. So mm -hmm. it's a, a very soft, subtle beer that uh, is very good. It's uh, – if you're – we say if you're going to have 30 of something, it might as well be that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you must have uh, grown up watching who, like Ryan Sandberg, or what? What era were you for uh, watching? Yeah, the more like. Uh, so I'm 36. So it's okay. more like uh, Mark Grace and yep. Uh, yep. all of those guys. You know the uh, the the, um, the Sammy Sosa year and and all of that stuff. That's really when I was watching. You know the, the majority of my baseball. 1998. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 98, right in there. So. All of those guys, Henry Rodriguez, and I mean, they had just an amazing team with Pryor and Wood and Kerry Wood. Uh, that, those couple of years was just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's too bad he blew out his arm, but yeah. gosh, what a pitcher! Yeah. When you throw 150 miles an hour, eventually that arm's going to give out. So. Yeah, and you're throwing 150 <laughs> pitches per game. You know, like right. the, were, those kids were doing for a while there. Yeah. yeah. And I saw Mark Pryor on the sidelines the other day. I think he's a pitching coach out in San Diego. Is that right? I that don't sound, know. Sounds right. I know he's a pitching coach. Huh. Yeah, Good for him. Yeah. Yep. He had an amazing year, and then he uh, he kind of blew out his arm as well. So yeah. was that 2003, the Steve Bartman year, I believe? <laughs> Steve's Steve favorite Bartman, player. Yeah. I, I've told the story. <laughs> Poor guy. Of, if he wasn't sitting there, anybody else would have done the same thing. Absolutely. I, I went to a spring training game the other, a few years back, and it was a Seattle Mariner-Texas Ranger game, and and I didn't know it at the time, but I took a picture of this guy with his Cubs hat and his girlfriend sitting next to me and uh, showed it to a Cubs fan later on. And 
and confirmed. I won't put the adjective that he did in front of Steve Bartman's name, but he did confirm <laughs> that yes, that was Steve Bartman. And no th kidding. The reason he was at the Mariner Ranger game is he was not welcome at the uh, Cubs game, uh, at least at that point. But I, I think they've kind of buried the hatchet there, and and uh, it's it's good for him and and good for the team and good for baseball. Yeah, well. yeah, I should hope so. They blew up the ball, and then we do have the uh, – <laughs> now we have the one that Rizzo caught. So. Yeah, well, yeah. it must have worked. I mean, they got the Finally got through. Yep. Yep. The, uh, the goat, Billy Goat Curse, right, or whatever yep. it was, yeah. Curse of the – yeah. Oh, my gosh, we've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the Curse of the Babe. You remember back when the Red Sox played? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yep. yep. And they get three, and they got – Two and three years, I think, and then they got another one. Is that right? Three yeah. of them, yep. Seems yeah. like all the curses are gone except for whatever one haunts the Seattle Mariners are the only team, I think. One of the few <laughs> ones that haven't won a World Series or even well, played Well, the, the Mariners are doing well enough. You might actually get that uh, wild card game in Seattle. That would be a nice alternative than having to go to the East Coast. Yeah, yeah one game against probably the Yankees or Red Sox. It's It'll be a short postseason but uh, we'll see what happens uh, Paxson you never know I mean if he's on fire you can yeah. beat anybody you know Problem it's all is. pitching in that one game so the he, starting pitcher he landed himself on the DL last night uh, oh he did I didn't yeah. know that uh, he uh, gave up three runs in the first inning including a home run to Albert Pujols and uh, took him out precautionary lower back uh, issues so he'll get a little rest here during uh, the all-star break it doesn't sound like it's anything too seriously but uh we got to keep that guy healthy if uh, we you make have a it chance to that at all. Wild yep. card game, yeah. Yeah. Does uh, Does Robbie Cano come back yet this year? Does he have it? But he, he won't be in the playoff though, he, right? He does. He'll be able to finish out the regular season. I think uh, next month he's he's eligible to come back, and uh, we'll have him uh, for the playoff run, but not for the playoffs themselves. Yeah. Well, Houston Astros are still playing very tough. It's gonna. They are, although Oakland uh, beat them two out of three. Oakland's uh, on fire, though, huh? And, yeah. and they're kind of nipping at the heels of the Mariners right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens. The West is the place this year. It is. Both the American League and the West National is the League. Place. So Jeff, uh, uh, you have a. You said you have multiple locations for your brewery and your uh, brew pub. Or? Yeah, we we have two. We have um, so. Um, South Tempe is where all of the brewing is done, and that's where just all of the the huge majority of my work is. Mm -hmm. um, that's where our offices are and everything. So we have uh, about 19,000 square feet down there mm. that we're occupying. And then um, last year, around April, I believe, we opened up what we call the um, tap room in uh, Uptown Plaza, which is uh, what we were talking about, which is across the across the courtyard from Lou Malnati's over there. Mm -hmm. It is a uh, just a, a nice little family tasting room, basically. We have minimal food in there, but uh, we have uh, 20 taps or so, and uh, it's just a, a very nice place to go. Nice. How far is that away from where you're going to be um, building your house, Steve? Is that uh, We'll be across from Buckeye there in Barado, so that that's quite a ways west of okay. uh, where these guys are at. But I imagine they're in... Tempe, you probably have a pretty good clientele coming from Arizona State. Uh, is that We're not really not what you would believe. We uh, Tempe is so much of Tempe as ASU, but Tempe has this tiny little tail down at the bottom, and that's okay. where we are down at the far south end. But 
it uh, I don't know. You know, maybe we're we're definitely starting to get to more of the students now that we're distributing a little bit more. Right. Um, I, not not many of them are coming to us, but they're uh, they're they're getting the beer at different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of it completely legal. They all comply with the 21-year-old age limit. <laughs> all right? of them, yeah, as far <laughs> as I know. <laughs> have you ever been up to uh, Yakima, Jeff, and during your time either at BJ's or now with us? I never have. No, we were uh, we were kind of thinking about it. I think uh, in the past they've had uh, what are you had to have a certain amount contracted to uh, to get into the the crop selection and stuff well, there's, like there's that. There's two two different parts. I mean, we've got the uh, the selection process where yes, you're supposed to have five thousand pounds of one specific variety, but we have a hop and brew school too where. Uh, it's a chance to get together. Uh, we have two different sessions this week. It's the last week of August. And we bring different brewers together from around the United States, even around the world. Some of them are coming in. We have a two-day event where you basically get a chance to uh, hear a number of uh, 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 speakers on very specific topics. I know we've got somebody talking about yeast, for example, and some people are talking about using cryo hops and uh, a few other things. But then there's a chance to really get out and see some of the hop fields, visit with some of our growers, uh, go through that whole process, and uh, really, and then and then spend a lot of time with other brewers just, you know, swapping stories and drinking a lot of good beer and eating a lot of good food. But uh, that that's completely open. There's no limitation on on size for that one. And uh, uh, if you're interested in that, you or any part of your team, yeah, get a hold of Kelly uh, Lomar, our, our our local rep, and she could, she could get you some tickets for that. But it's a pretty cool event, and it's a great chance to really see what's going on up here in uh, in Hop Country. Yeah, I'd love to come up there. Hopefully the uh, the weather breaks a little bit for you guys, though, huh? Yeah. yeah, we you get six months, we get six days of hundred degree plus. Hopefully, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's longer than that. Sometimes we'll get three weeks, but uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, but it you hear this a lot down in Arizona, right, Jeff? But it's a dry heat, right? <laughs> yeah, we hear it all the time. I, I think we got up to about seventy percent humidity at one oh six the other day. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and you guys and not much, uh, not much dry about that. And it doesn't rain often, but it seems to be when it does, it comes down in buckets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, the ground doesn't absorb anything down right. here, so everything floods and my, we have uh, washes built all over. And my first trip down to spring training in 2001, I couldn't figure that out. What are all of these? What's this canal system? Do they have irrigation down here? And we just happened to be down there when one of these downfalls came, and you figure out really quickly why they need that canal system to, you know, keep the uh, streets from becoming it's rivers. runoff. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't really have gutters down here, as funny as that is. Right. Well, Jeff, thank thank you so much for taking time to be with us on our, our podcast today. We really appreciate that, and we wish you all the best at uh, at Huss and. Uh, uh, we'll cheer for both the Cubs and the uh, Diamondbacks, and Steve and I are both American League fans. We're uh, we're kind of neutral on the on the National League for the most part. You're more of a, a Giants fan, I, I guess. I, I I'm I really don't like to see the Dodgers doing well. So uh, <laughs> go Diamondbacks, uh, keep the pressure on those guys. As long as they lose to the Mariners <laughs> in the World Series, that's all that matters, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, guys. Thanks for right. having me. And uh, look us up when you uh, when you get out to uh, Buckeye next year. Jeff, we wish you nothing but uh, good hops. I appreciate it. Have all a good right. one, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, it's going to – yeah, I mean, it's uh, – 
that's why we call it the Palm Springs of Washington <laughs> days like today, right? When it gets this kind of temperature. It is. This is uh, what I would call our stifling heat. I mean, it's it's tough to be out uh, working in this type of uh, weather, but uh, as long as you can stay cool, um, it, 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 it should be fun. Uh, it's supposed to cool down a little bit, and I mm -hmm. know a little uh, plug for uh, uh, Ales for ALS. I know Tomorrow the Smith night. family yep. and the Bale Breaker yep. is uh, hosting the annual Ales for ALS uh, out at Bale Breaker, and look forward to going there and enjoying a few beers and supporting a good cause. That's a great cause. So, yeah, tomorrow night. So our podcast is uh, today, Friday the 13th, uh, Ales for ALS. Tomorrow night, uh, Saturday the 14th at Bale Breaker. Go out, have a good uh, good time uh, visiting people in the community here in Yakima area and uh, support a very good cause. Absolutely. All right, Steve, thanks. And uh, next week we got the uh, the All-Star game. That should be quite entertaining in uh, in Washington. So Yeah, Mariners uh, got four players in this year. And uh, the last one was the vote in. Gene Segura was yep. able to get in. Uh, He's a good player, gosh. He is a good player, kind of a little bit unknown. And the yep. American League has so many great shortstops this yep. year. It's it's yep. tough to get in, but looking forward to that next week. Twins have one player, uh, um, Jose Barrios, the pitcher. So yep. When he's on, he's really on. He's still pretty young. Uh, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty impressive over time. Yep. Anyway, thanks and uh, take care. All right.